Oh, me? <laughs> well, no. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on Wednesday night tonight. So come on. It's time for church to start, 7 o'clock, and you, you dodge the hail and the wind and everything to get to church tonight, I'm assuming. Amen. So we're glad you are here tonight. So come on in, grab a seat, and uh, we'll get just started in just a moment. Live streamers, by the way, if we're hooking up with live streaming, you're jumping on. It's good to see you tonight. Uh, some announcements to start off tonight before we get into our worship. Don't forget that tonight is actually youth hangout night. So 5th to 12th grade after worship's over, uh, they head out for their time together. And then this Sunday, the 5th to 12th grade has a roller skating event. So if you need information about that, find Josh and he'll help you out. Yeah, so um, Joy Fellowship is this Sunday at 5 o'clock, okay, so don't forget that. That'll be a good time. Uh, two weeks from tonight, guest speaker Chris D'Amico will be with us, and I'm looking forward to that night, great night of ministry. And certainly all the things coming up for Good Friday, Easter Sunday, don't forget about those things. And, and by the way, uh, Easter is, is a wonderful time to invite people out to church with you, okay? So if you know people don't don't attend church, and you know they need to get to church, invite them out to church, amen? And we'll, we'll believe that God will touch their heart in a way that, that they never thought possible when they're with us, amen? amen? All right, so how about we stand up on our feet? Let me, let me open in prayer. Lord, we, we welcome you here tonight. Holy Spirit, come. We ask for you to be with us tonight, Lord. In, in our time together uh, this Wednesday night, Lord, we ask for your presence to be with us in a tangible tangible way, Lord. Lord, so many different things in the lives of, of those that are with us tonight, Lord, and I pray that each one of us that we're touched by you in some way tonight, that is our expectation, Lord, that, that you will be with us and you're going to inhabit our praises. You'll, you'll saturate our worship tonight. As once again, we, we put ourselves to you and put, put ourselves at your feet in devotion to you. Our lives are devoted to you, Lord, to follow you, to, to be your people, to be changed by you, to be helped by you. So come, Lord Jesus, come. Holy Spirit, come and be with us. In Jesus' name, for your glory. Let's worship together tonight.
Shades. 
sit the ground Oh God of revival Pour it out Pour it out
to everything changes darkness starts to tremble at the light that you bring when you walk into the room every heart starts burning and nothing matters more than just to sit here at your feet and worship you
it looks like what I want it to look like? Do you want more if it means that you're going to be here for a while right where you're at? If that's where he is, that's where I want to be. The Israelites, they had to wait a while before they saw the promised land and then they were scared and didn't take it. Are you willing to wait in the little while for the promised land that he has for you? Are you willing to eat manna for two years and be satisfied? Right where he has you because he designed you to be right here, right now in the season of life that you are in. And he's gonna provide just what you need for today. And guess what? Tomorrow he's gonna provide exactly what you need for tomorrow and the day after and the day after and the day after. And I just, I hear him saying that I'm gonna give you more, but it's gonna be what, it, what I want it to look like. Not what you want it to look like. Will you be satisfied with that? And so we're gonna sing that again. And if you want more, no matter what it looks like, I encourage you to sing it with me. Thank you. Amen.
Amen. Well, we're glad to have you here with us. If you would, just go around and greet some of your family of faith this evening. Amen. Well, let's take up tithing offerings. So if you have uh, something to give, you can prepare that offering envelope from the chairs in front of you or an usher will help you out. If not, wave your hand around. And uh, we appreciate your giving. And knowing that the Lord is always, always our provider and blessing us in so many different ways. And our time of worship and our giving is, is all about a response to who God is in our life, what he continues to do at all times. I live by faith. How many of y'all live by faith? Let me see. Trust. That's, that's trusting in him. How many of y'all trust Jesus? That he is always with you. He doesn't forsake you. He's always in front of you. He's behind you. There, there was a, a St. Patrick's Day was the other day. And I wish I knew it off the top of my head. I read to you. Look, look up St. Patrick's prayer. The Lord in front of me, the Lord behind me, the Lord with me. It's, it's a wonderful prayer. Check it out. But that's what I believe God is in my life. Amen. All right, I'm going to pray over it. So if you have something, you can bring it down. Lord, uh, we thank you to have the ability to give. And you're, you're calling us and, and raising us up to be givers of, of life that you have afforded us. You have freely given, so we freely give also. But even in our finances, Lord, that you are always uh, providing and opening doors and, and, and doing what we can't do. The impossible is always in front of us. And we thank you for this. As we give tonight, it's just another step of faith and living in faith with you. And for your glory, in Jesus' name, we all say amen. amen. As you bring it down, we're going to get into the word, but uh, a couple things real quick. Uh, first of all, my wife is not here. She's not feeling good. Aww. She had what I was getting over. She claims I gave it to her. I deny that. But anyway, she's not feeling good. So you can pray for her. Um, I'm sure she's watching tonight. 
And uh, Sharon, everybody knows Sharon, our wonderful Sharon. Her, her father passed away today. So please keep the family in prayer. It's been a process, and, and she called me this afternoon, and we've been praying, and it was, it was a peaceful homecoming for her dad, and, and uh, it's a bittersweet time. So, so pray for the family and Sharon in this process, and I, I believe she's watching tonight also. So uh, we'll uh, remember to pray for Sharon and her family um, as we close out tonight. So at, at the Bible, you know, one of the things about the body of Christ is we celebrate together, we mourn together, amen, and we go through life together. So we'll keep sharing in our prayers. So 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse number 1. I am not going to be preaching long tonight. I'm going to give about 10 or 12 minutes because I'd like to pray with you tonight. And we finished up seven or eight weeks, whatever it was, of Revelation last week. We got Chris D'Amico two weeks from tonight, which I hope everybody's here for. So this week and next week, I just want to talk about uh, gifts for a minute. Uh, Sundays, by the way, we're starting our Easter series, so uh, be sure to be here for that. But let me, just, let me just share for a few moments tonight, then I'd like to start. I want to pray with some people tonight, and we'll just see what the Holy Spirit would do with us tonight. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse number 1. Uh, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God according to the promise of the life that is in Christ Jesus. Paul is an apostle. Who called Paul to be an apostle? God did. Jesus did. Who empowers Paul to do the works of the apostle? The Holy Spirit. Amen. So Paul is gifted in what we would call one of the fivefold ministry gifts. And one of those is the apostle. Goes on to say, verse number two, to Timothy. Now, Timothy is, is Paul's protege. He was set up as uh, pastoring uh, the, the uh, growing church in Ephesus it says to Timothy, my beloved child, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve, as did my ancestors, with a clear conscience, as I remember you constantly in my prayers day and night. We are to constantly be praying for one another. You never pray better than the state of your heart. If you're selfish, you only ever pray about you. If the things of God and the kingdom are growing in you and through you, your prayers will be outward. Now, you, you pray for your own needs. You have to. How many got needs? Amen. You lift them up. But, but you should never just be a, a self-centered prayer person. Matter of fact, I would say you, there are certain seasons of your life, I understand things go on, but man, in general, we should be people who are outward in our prayer as much as we're asking for God for our own personal needs. Okay. It says, I remember your tears, and I long to see you, that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois, and your mother, Eunice, and now, I'm sure, dwells in you. So Timothy is coming from a line of people of faith. And notice, you ever notice grandmas are always involved in this business? And a lot of times moms, you know what I'm saying? 
doesn't say anything about his dad, but he's your grandma great in faith, your mom great in faith, amen. How many, how many of you had a, great, a praying grandma for you? Anybody? Been, okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And for this reason, I remind you, watch this, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God and the gift of Timothy's life was a five-fold ministry gift of, of pastoring. Okay, that, that was the gift of Timothy. Which is in you through the laying on of hands, so there was a time that he was prayed for by others, including Paul himself, maybe, most likely. Now watch this. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. If you want to move in the gifts that God has in your life, you can't be fearful, you can't lack love, and you can't be out of control. You must live in a place of boldness. You got to live in a place of learning how to love others because gifts without love is recklessness. And then certainly then, self-control. There's a life to live. We just don't do what we want. We're following Jesus and he's changing us. Amen. But they're the gifts of God, and God is not a respecter of persons, that rest in each one of us. When we know these gifts are in us, these are like the parable of the talents, we've been given something. You must consistently fan the flame. So I have a fireplace in my house, which I love. I grew up with a fireplace. I love fireplaces. We had a fireplace in the house I grew up in because there was a period of time we had no other heat. So it was essential, okay? But my house now has heat, but I still love a fireplace. And there are times you got wood in the fire, and it's sort of starting to die down. And I don't know what the thing is called. It's like a fan, but you know, it's like a little accordion. I have one of those. You just get up there, and it just kicks the flames up, right? You are called to fan the flame of the gift of God in you, lest it become dormant, lest it succumb to fear lest it succumb to lack of love, lest it succumb to lack of self-control. That you must be aware that God gifts you, and once you're aware that God gifts you, you're to do something with it, but you can't do something with it unless it's on fire, unless it's, it's alive in you. You're fanning that flame. So the gifts of God are varied. You, you have uh, five-fold ministry gifts. You have uh, in a certain way, the gifts of the Spirit. Uh, Romans chapter 12 lifts different things like there, there's the gift of service, the gift of giving, the gift of administration, the gift of, of leading, the gift of teaching. So there's multi-gifts imparted by God within the kingdom. Now, everybody has the same gift. Not everybody's called five-fold ministry, by the way. But not everybody's the I. There is body dynamics, Okay. But you are, and so receive that revelation that God made you with intention and purpose. You have reason. And beyond being alive and breathing because of relationship with God, then he gifts us in ways to play parts and play roles and to help usher the kingdom in. And we're multi and varied. Praise God. I'm thankful for that. Now, it, it, when you know that you've been given something, yeah, you're going to have to grow, you're going to have to change, become something. There, there are steps of this 
it's not all there at the same time, but we grow into the things that God has for us. You've got to fan the flame. We may talk about that stuff a little more next week, but what was on my heart today was I'm going to give you, just in about five minutes here, I'm going to give you one, two, three, four, five. I'm going to give you like six or seven things that are hindrances or kill your ability to walk in the gift that God has for you. Okay? You ready? So this in a certain way is encouragement, but in a certain way a warning, okay? Okay, hindrance number one. Write this stuff down. We're going to go fast. Hindrance number one is, is pride. The Bible actually starts off in Romans 12 before it gets into some of those uh, uh, different kind of gifts. The, it says there that don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to. When your gift becomes about you, you hear that? When the gift becomes about you, it'll hinder the gift. In other words, see, see the gifts are irrevocable. You don't lose your gift, but you use the ability to use it over time. Pride is one of those, okay? Here's another one. Self-promotion. Again, it's about you. you you're, you're trying to play chess behind the scenes and promote yourself over other people to get somewhere. How many know what I'm talking about? So there's pride, there's self-promotion. Now, okay, those kind of can work together. Let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum. Self-loathing self will hinder your gift. I am not good enough. That'll hinder your gift too, self-loathing. So you got pride on this end, and you got I don't like myself on this end. Both of those are extremes that hinder your gift. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Pride, self-promotion, then there's self-loathing. I don't like myself. I'm not good enough. I'll never measure up. Did, did God make you? Did he give you a gift? Then why aren't you good enough? Right? Here's another one. Sort of goes back to the first two. Uh, jealousy. If I'm a pinky, but I wish I was an eye, and I'm jealous of the eye, then, then that hinders that you're supposed to be a pinky in, in the fullness of being a pinky, if that makes sense. Now, a lot of times, jealousy in its own private way will say, not only am I jealous of being the eye, but I bet I could do better than the eye anyhow. That's, that's pride. Okay? Here's the next one. Issues with your mouth, your tongue. Slander, gossip, talking about another, complaining about another, trying to gather others to agree with you about somebody else, all in the name of some level of spiritual maturity, will kill your gift. This goes along with that it because it's the same thing. Bringing division into the body against one another, against authority. By the way, that's the work of the devil, and you're playing in on it. That will hinder your gift. And last one, lingering in unchecked sin. Mostly private that others don't know about. But lingering in unchecked sin will hinder your gift or, or render you useless in your gift. Okay? Warnings here. Pride, self-promotion, self-loathing, jealousy, 
issues with your mouth, bringing division into the body, and unchecked sin. Those seven things. And there, there's more than that, but that's just a list to start with right there. Those seven things will hinder God's ability to use you in the gifts that he gave you. Okay? So, here's a simple challenge tonight. I want you to think about that stuff. We, we could have spent a long time going through the Bible and giving examples of people in the Bible who exhibited these things and end up in a place where things simply just did not work out for them. Okay? Guard your heart against these kind of things. If you find yourself in these things, repent and work to change. See, see, my goal as a pastor is for everybody living in the fullness of the kingdom. Right? What we're calling the church to equip the saints. So it's not just my job to say, hey, you know you got gifts? Which everybody goes, Amen. And maybe we'll talk next week about some things. Here's some ways to, to develop and grow the gifts of God. Amen. But here's some stuff you've you got to watch out for. Well, why are we going to talk about that? It, it's all, all, all one the same. It's all in the same pie. You've you got to bake the whole thing. And we've got to be careful that we're not walking into things that are hindering the things that God would have you do for the kingdom. This is about the fullness of who we are in him, which is what we want. And what the enemy wants to do, he wants pride, self-promotion, self-loathing, jealousy, issues with your mouth, division, obviously sin. He wants these things not only to hold you back, but knock you off course to the point that you are rendered ineffective in the things that God has given you. Okay? How many understand what I'm getting at? I'm talking about. So that's a challenge tonight. I want you to watch for these things. So I'll give, I'll give you an example, and now I'm going to pray for people. <clears throat> several years ago, um, several years ago, I would say 20 years ago, uh, I, was, I was doing a quite a bit, a bit of traveling speaking at churches besides what I was doing at the church I was employed at. And uh, I had some people in my life who were, I believe, uh, who I believe were very good-hearted in kind of giving me advice on how to deal with the traveling, if that makes sense. So, so it, it, it's, a, it's a growing ministry, you see what I'm saying? And... Um, and at that time, I was on television, all this different stuff. And I got a call from a church in Vandalia, I believe, and they asked if I would come down and, and do a, a youth conference for them. And, but they asked, well, how much is, is your honorarium? Now, I have been told, always set an honorarium, okay, because it involves your time and your travel and all, all this different which on a certain level, is, is there's some wisdom to that. But I, I told them what it was at the time. And they said, well, let me get back to you. And 
they called a couple of days later and said, hey, you know what, we, we wouldn't be able to do that. So we'll, we'll, I said, okay, well, thanks for the call. And that was the end of it. And it was a couple, and it wasn't anything in my heart against it or anything, but a couple of days later, the Holy Spirit snapped my brain and said, who do you think you are that you feel you have to be paid a certain amount of money to go share the gospel with teenagers? And I went, holy cow. Like, like I wasn't thinking of it that way. It was just, just, just the way things were. There was, a, there was a promotion pack and all this different stuff. And he grabbed my heart and just ripped it out of my chest don't become prideful with the gift you've been given. How many know what I'm talking about? And you know what I did? I, I, I went and, and I talked to somebody, and it's not, not that I stopped traveling. I still do some traveling, but I cut it. I threw the promotional bracket in the trash. I said, Lord, just use me here. I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't need to grow a ministry. You know what I'm talking about? Because I don't want pride in I'm not saying people that do that are pride for it. I'm not saying that. But for me, personally, I'm not critiquing others, but for me personally, he checked my heart. Now, I, I, I called, it was done and over, but I, I apologized for what I did because it wasn't right. Who, who cares that I drive down, spend 10 bucks in gas and spend a day with people ministering? What, what, what's the big deal? You see what I mean? It's an example that we don't let things like this get into our gift. Because it hinders what God can do with us. Okay? So, that's just that part. But what I want to do is I want to, for the next few minutes before we leave tonight, I want to fan the, the flame of the gifts in with you in prayer tonight. How's that sound? Now, how many of you, let me just ask a question. Maybe this is something we'll get into next week a little bit. How many of you can identify in your life a gift of God? Let me see, anybody? It, it could be a gift of service, gift of administration, a, a gift of teaching. It, it could be, uh, you check out uh, Romans 12, uh, 1 Corinthians 12. You, you have the gifts of the Spirit. How, how many feel uh, that at times you move in the gifts of the Spirit? Anybody? Okay, see, all these different things that we don't allow it to be quenched in our life, okay? So, now, let me just say this, by the way. You're, you're, you may be here and you're going, that's nice, but look, I'm in a mess right now. The last thing I'm worried about is being used by God. I got to take care of some business. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. Everybody has seasons. It's okay. But I still would like to, to fan the flame of the gift in your life because you have one even if you're in a mess. God, it's, sometimes when we're in a mess, we put ourselves on a shelf. I can't be used until this, is, this, this business is taking away. Yeah, I understand seasons of, of being healed and, and God uh, uh, doing work in your life. Yes, and, and there are times that I know, you know, every time I take a vacation, I'm purposely stepping out and getting some time and giving myself a rest. That's okay. You see what I'm saying? But don't shelve yourself permanently or, or get to such a place that you're not in the working of your gift, okay? So say that, but also say this. If you're sitting here saying, I have no idea what in words to talk about gift, we, I'd like to pray with you anyways, that the Holy Spirit would reveal to your heart the things that he has placed in you. 
for the work of the kingdom because everybody has a part in the body somewhere. By the way, age don't matter. Let me just say that. Your gift does not expire after 20 years. Now, you, don't, you don't have a shelf life. Everybody take a breath. I still got a gift or a gift, whatever it is. I'm still, I'm still, you never stop being a place to be used by God. Amen? So, you don't, you don't have to come down here for prayer. You can stay where you're at. But if you would like prayer for what I'm talking about tonight, I'd like you to come down and let me pray. Samara is going to jump up on her keyboard. And if you want to stay there and listen to worship and just worship, that's fine. Um, but how about this? You come on down and let me pray with you tonight. I said 10 minutes. That was more like 20. I'm sorry. But let me pray with you tonight. So come on down. <coughs> In Jesus' name. Hey, grab me a hand sanitizer since I just coughed in my hand. Oh.